Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I am the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. Today we are in John chapter 16. Yes, John chapter 16. We're uh, moving through the book of John, and we are now in chapter 16. What? But this break in chapter 16 really is, is contingent upon everything we've just seen in these last few chapters. Specifically, Jesus talking about how there will be persecution for following him. That the world will hate those who follow Jesus. And yet Jesus will give the Spirit. He is going to send the Spirit. And that Spirit will testify to Christ. Now, with that said, our, our discipleship journey gets into chapter 16. And we're going to begin in verses 1 through 4. And, and only look at part of verse 4. We'll look at the rest of it tomorrow. But let me show you John chapter 16, starting in verse 1. Jesus is speaking. He says, <clears throat> I have said these things to you to keep you from falling away. Well, what would make us fall away? Well, the fact that the world's going to hate us, <laughs> the fact that there will be those who will persecute us. This is this is sometimes discouraging to serve Jesus. Sometimes it feels like we are alone, even though we've got the Spirit, even though we have a church around us. Sometimes it will feel like we are alone. It will be easy for us to fall away. It will be easy for us to to uh, to stumble, to to get trapped. That's the idea of this word to uh, to kind of get get cornered in a spot where we um, we continue or we 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 do not continue, we do not persist in following Christ. Jesus says, "I'm telling you all this up front so that you will not fall away." They, those outside of Christ, they will put you out of the synagogues. This is the religious and social and economic center for most people that you will be excluded from society. Indeed, the hour is coming when they, when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. Now just think about this because the next book in the, the New Testament is the book of Acts and you have Stephen who is, who is martyred and he's martyred at the hands of those who would think that they are serving God. Same in our culture today. Our culture is flipped upside down so that what is evil is seen as good and what is good is seen as evil. And so we now live in a world that, they, that looks at Christians and says, you are bad and we should persecute you and we should do it because we are doing what is good. That's the idea here. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. Verse 3. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. Those who do this are, they are outside of Christ. They may claim God, but they are outside of knowing the Father. In fact, there are some who claim the name of Christ. They have churches that they talk about Jesus. They use the Bible, but they actually abuse the Bible. They do not teach the truth of the Bible. And they would look at those who hold to the teachings of scripture and they'd say, you are bigoted. You are evil. You are wrong. But they don't have the father. They don't have Christ. They don't know the father. They don't know Christ. Verse four, but I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told them to you. Let me just level with you. Jesus says these things to his disciples and then subsequently to us so that in those moments when it is costly for following Christ, when it is costly relationally, when it is costly economically, when it is costly among your family, among your friends, when it is costly even for some physically, 
for those who end up being persecuted and physically abused, maybe even murdered, martyred. She says, I want you to know in those moments you should not be surprised. I want you to know in those moments that you are not failing, that you are not being conquered, that you are not being destroyed. Rather, you are aligning with me and you are sharing even in my suffering. Look, I'm going to go to the cross and die for you. There will be some of you in following me that die as well. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if the world hates you. Don't be surprised if your friends turn on you, if you are excluded. Listen, let me speak to teenagers. Some of you teenagers, you are striving to live a godly life and it is not very popular, even sometimes within the church. Uh, maybe you're, you're part of a church community and, and you are striving to follow Jesus and yet there are so many around you that are gossips or that they're, they're so petty and the way they, they look at the way you look or the way you act and, and it hurts and it would be so easy for you to compromise and act like them, to become a gossip, to become petty, to become all about vanity and externals. Listen, do not, do not be surprised. Don't be surprised uh, when those who are potentially false converts in the church walk all over you. Don't be surprised at persecution. Don't be surprised when, when, they throw shade at you, when they hate you, when they cast you aside. Jesus says, don't be surprised. I have told you all of this. So in those moments, whether in the, the, the terrible moments of, of actual persecution toward death, or even in those subtle passive aggressive moments, when, when you are striving to follow Jesus and people, they're petty around you. Don't be surprised. Instead, let that fuel your discipleship. Let that fuel your faith. Let that lead you to trust in Christ more and more. Is it hard? Yeah. Is it painful? Sometimes it is. Is it costly? Absolutely. And is it worth it? Every day. Every day it's worth it. Because you have Christ. You have Christ. And so you can live the ancient ways for our modern days.